Neon boxes. That's your thing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not R. Kelly. (laughs) Hello, Adam, my old friend. We've come together to talk again. Because Wizards is slowly releasing all the cards while I was specking. And the themes that were guessed at in my brain still remains within this round of spoilers. <laughs> nice. So I got Sound of Silence. Yeah. But then uh, the only thing I can get in my head. I was about to say the only thing I get in my head is It was disturbed. a great version. I know. But... Their version is awesome. But uh, who is, is it <laughs> Simon? No, is it? Yeah, yeah. Simon and Garfunkel? Yes. Oh, okay. Correct. I was like, God, I feel like it's Simon and Garfunkel. That's such but, a good song. Yeah. But the, the stir version is freaking yeah. sweet. I love that version. It's actually what uh, turned me on to the song, too. Like, turned you on, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depression is all about turning on. You know, okay, so this is going to be funny. I know I've mentioned it. And this is how you know I have kids. You know where I hear that song every day? Huh. Trolls. What? <laughs> it's on Trolls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wait, until you, wait until Little Lowry actually starts getting obsessed with the show. Well, I'm going to make sure he doesn't <laughs> watch listen Trolls. to or watch TV at all. <laughs> what? You're crazy. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. And cousins, we are. Cousins, we are Yoda. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is episode 24? I believe so. It's going to be kind of interesting. We talked about it before. This is going to be 24 and 25, actually. We're We're going to be recording back back to back here, but we're going to release one episode a little later because, again, I'm going on vacation. Yeah gotta go on vacation in summer you're so popular with yeah. family uh but this vacation i have absolutely no service i have to go boat to a boat landing internet. where they actually have internet Section. so i yeah. can at least check my work stuff um, Good luck with anyways that. so we are recording both episodes now but luckily it's commander season yeah and uh since adam planned on doing his vacation over commander season <laughs> which is like our deal we'll we'll record it all right now and then we'll release it right before he leaves and hopefully we get enough information out to everybody out there they'll both be out before it even a week before it even comes out yeah, before so it's actually released so that'll be good so yeah um well first off if you guys want to follow us on twitter at Commander Smiths. We actually have a, uh, a relevant reason to follow us on Twitter, and we'll talk oh, about yeah. that later. Talk about that in a little uh, bit. You can email us at gmail.com. And, and no, CommanderSmiths at gmail.com. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I just skipped the CommanderSmiths part. <laughs> just, you can email you can us at, at gmail.com. <laughs> just go to it. Just go to Gmail and just. Uh, this is why I got the piece of paper in front of us, and I fuck it up. <laughs> well, and I was just saying before the episode, I was like, we don't even look at <laughs> this. It's just like a reference to remind us hey, there's a white piece of we're paper in front that. of us. We're going to talk about this. Uh, you can also go to YouTube, subscribe, like our stuff whatever share it if you like uh, our videos no, just keep it to air yourself. quotes but they're not just videos they're... put it, put your headphones on listen to it don't yeah. let your grandparents listen to us because <laughs> you'll probably get grounded get grounded because <laughs> for some reason your grandparents can ground you <laughs> don't know <laughs> you got really strict grandparents if that oh, happens man. um yeah so uh, like larry was mentioning with um commander smith's uh, the twitter stuff um we started kind of a new thing this week where Insta Smith specs. Yeah, we're well, going to call uh, it Insta specs. In, yeah, Insta specs. We no, don't we have don't to need throw to add Smith, Smith into everything. Smith. 
People get it. We're the Smiths. (laughs) But so, for example, what happened this week is, and we're going to talk about this too in depth with our segment here yeah, coming when we're up. talking about the cards but oh should we actually talk about our segments first or nah, i've already started this well i've yeah, already started on this rabbit rabbit hole insta, here insta specs so we, we get a card spoiled that is a brand new archetype with ninjas yeah ninjas have a commander that's and badass so, yeah freaking a good com- like really good commander and i just i like i saw it yeah. before adam did i, yeah. I texted him like so ninjas and i'm like i was driving my son to daycare and i'm like what the f are you talking about and actually i looked up right away and i was like holy crap i couldn't and, wait and to then get we just home. started buying yeah but and then afterwards then we sent out the tweet just saying hey look at the the ninja cards because they're gonna go crazy and they're all sold out every yeah. single one that we bought uh, the foil portrayers of Kamigawa ninjas are all gone. So we're actually going to start doing that. That and that happened. If, with, if we see something that's going to go right now before it's going to hit our, our podcast, podcast, we're gonna we'll tweet it out. And yeah. Well, hopefully that'll help people get their cards ahead of time. And that's um, that's what happened with Slimefoot. That's what happened with the coin flip cards. That's what happened with uh, yeah. When when there's like a new avenue for a deck to be built, and it's kind of the first of its kind. It's it's what grabs your your attention and you go whoa these cards are gonna go and they're gonna and you're gonna make a profit immediately yeah, off of those that, so i'm is, just waiting for my cards to get back or get to me in the mail and i'm just gonna pop them yeah, right back up and on i might eBay. actually uh throw them down on ebay as well like, oh wow i might try that you're going the ebay way yeah well hey you've done the card kingdom I've, stuff yeah I've, you've I've, done I've, some buy list stuff so that's a new avenue for you how so, how do you like how'd you like that i do i like it um, it takes a lot of time, but I, we can talk about that in the future too. Like, well, we can talk about we, it now. Oh, we got two episodes to oh, do it. Okay, all right. But I mean, how did this is your first? You sent in two now. Two two different packages. One was about ninety five dollars worth of cards that that I got store credit for, and then how how close to your ninety five was it, or was that what you got? I uh, it was a dollar off. For oh grading. wow! So they gave yeah. you near mint everything, yep. pretty much. Nice. But I keep my cards in. Well, sometimes I buy like. You know, light, moderately yeah. played, light play, and they're pretty sticklers on yeah. if there's anything messed and so up. So I'm I'm sending in $140 worth of like credit to Card Kingdom. I just sent it in today, uh, and then I would expect I'll I'll be in the 130s. Nice. Um, and some of the cards aren't perfect, but they'll they'll grade accordingly. The nice thing I like about doing the buy list stuff is that you don't have to pay the freaking. Um, 10% that eBay charges on commission. Yeah. And then also what I didn't actually realize until more recently was that you also, if you're using PayPal, which you're always using PayPal through uh, eBay, they also charge a percentage off of it. Mm. So you're actually getting hit twice. And so that's why buy list, if you can get the cards pretty close to what they're selling for on eBay or TCG, yeah, that's exactly what go I was buy doing. list because you're going to make a lot more I, money back. I went through my entire trade box and i just like looked it up on the the cell at card kingdom and anything that was relatively close to like what i could sell it for on tcg yeah i just sent it to them nice Um, very nice and so you know i I sent out well uh, you were able to buy the specs that we just did the ninjas this week you used your credit your credit you just got from it last week and bought all those ninjas and so that that should help me out in the future i mean shit i could just sit down and sell it back to card kingdom 
no matter where you're getting it from. <laughs> I've actually done that. Where I, <laughs> I get it from them, and the price already spikes, and they raise it because they don't have any more copies. And I'm like, here you go. Here you go. Right back to them. Uh, but, yeah, so sweet. Um, Hopefully Card Kingdom isn't listening yeah. to this. <laughs> I don't think we're big enough yet. No. Nope. Uh, they might be like, be what funny are their names? If they, they tried to, like, sponsor or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, no, we're removing our sponsorship with you. Uh, I but, listened to episode 24, and you guys <laughs> just talked about fucking us. So I don't think we have to worry about Card Kingdom. They make a ton of money off of what they They're one of the biggest yeah, card. Yeah, they, they do a really good job. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, so. Yeah, but they are not our sponsor. <laughs> but if you want to be Card Kingdom, you could be. For the they lower price of $1,000 per episode. <laughs> hey, then we can get some good video nice cameras. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. But I, I don't even think uh, Command Zone or Goldfish would get it. Oh, Goldfish isn't sponsor, sponsored by know. them, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> meat and potatoes of this episode. What are we talking about we're this gonna, week? We're going to talk about the Commander's... Commander Christmas. Yeah, that's it's. there was four different uh, boxes that are going to be released. And you know, it used to be more relevant when it was Commander Christmas when it came out around Christmas time. Yeah. Now it's like like in the late fall, early fall. (laughs) Now it's like now it's like summer. It's weird. Hanukkah. Christmas. (laughs) No, not quite. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird squeak laugh. I mean, my bad. (laughs) You're excited because (laughs) it's Commander Christmas. (laughs) It's like Hanukkah. No, wait, never mind. Uh, (laughs) We can turn uh, like. uh, Is there even a relevant holiday? Uh, Even close. Fourth of July. Labor Day? No, we're beyond Fourth of July. It has to be something coming up. Something coming Labor up. Day. Adam going on vacation week. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. so excited for that. Everybody pull out your Dutch uh, school starting and... soon. I don't know. Anyways, um so this this week or this episode, we're actually gonna talk about two of the commanders or the two we'll, boxes. Yeah, we'll talk about um, two boxes and then the next one we'll talk about the other two. So this one is, we'll, we'll talk about Sahili. But it's what is the commander? It's Exquisite Invention. Is that what oh, I'm the reading? name of it? Oh, shit, I can't read that. Exquisite yep. Invention. Yep. yep, Exquisite Invention, and we will also... Which is red-blue artifacts. Uh, discuss uh, subjective reality as the two Which boxes. is the Esper. Yeah. Uh, all of these, uh, the head of the the decks are Planeswalkers, um, and then... So basically, we're just going to break down each one, talk about what cards are in it, some of the stuff that has been reprinted, some of the notable reprints. We'll just kind of list yeah. off those, uh, and then we will also kind of give you some so our smith specs are going to be kind of mixed in with all this because we're going to give a bunch of cards that we think would work well with this deck or cards that could spike potentially because of there there's multiple commanders in each of these decks they come with i think i said four of them so you have your planeswalker that can be a commander and they also print three legendary creatures in each one of these boxes new legendary creatures i should i should say that you could separately make a commander. Hence, where we get the ninjas from, we'll talk about in the second part. Yep. Um, so that's kind of how this episode is going to break down. We're just—it's one big episode. We're just going to talk about that, and then talk about kind of the specs for that deck, and then we're going to go on to the next deck. So, why don't you start cool. us off with Sahili? So we're gonna—we have Sahili, the gifted deck. Uh, do we want to just go over like new cards first, and then get yeah, into? Yeah. Then we'll just go. It? We'll file okay. through with everything else. I'm down. Uh, do you want me to read it? Or do you have it pulled up yet? Uh, click, so Sahili is two and blue and red, and it's a legendary planeswalker. Sahili uh, comes in with four loyalty. Plus one is create a one-one colorless servo artifact creature token. Uh, another plus one is 
The spell you cast next this turn costs one less for each artifact you control, right? Yep. Right. Okay, I'm just kind of going off memory As there. As you cast it. As you cast it. And then your minus seven, your ultimate, is for each artifact, you make control. a copy yeah, of that, a token, and then it gets haste, and then you exile at the end of turn. So it's kind of a a weird ultimate because it doesn't feel like you would win the game necessarily. I mean, you should if you set it up right. Yeah, you yeah. should win the game. But the it doesn't seem like, oh, yeah, I have complete advantage for the rest of the game. It's like, okay, that turn you got to win the game or it's, you know. Yeah, as a commander, it feels like a one shot towards one player. Yeah. And then, I mean, you still have your other artifacts sitting around. Um, hopefully you can take advantage of it with sacrificing like, them yeah. or something like that yeah that's kind of where i was thinking with this one and like the the part of her ability that gets me uh excited is the second plus one where it reduces the cost yeah that's insane of the next one i feel like you know if you have a a ton of artifacts out you can you can be playing you know dark steel forge for free yeah no Man, that, that, that that's the part powerful. of i i agree i feel like that's the the main part of her yeah. is like that part is freaking insane because make it i mean just play what, huge freaking fatty artifact creatures like, blight steel colossus would you rather make a servo <laughs> or, or play a huge artifact for free <laughs> here's my worm coil it. engine by turn four or five yeah <laughs> you know it's like uh it's if, if because you know you have the artifact lands that they actually put in this um, that I'm, is a relevant reprint. Uh, I think they, uh, I think they did an all right job with this planeswalker. I was, yeah. You know, I had to sit down and think about it a little bit. She was probably the one that I, I don't think I was really over impressed with any of the planeswalkers when I first read them, but it I took agree. some time, well, and then I'm like, well, I like this about the planeswalker. Yeah, the the second one we talk about is kind of interesting like i don't it's it's crazy how that one's gonna like i feel like there's a bunch of different ways that that one could work but we'll get to that one when we get to it here yeah um so so i just feel like this i think sahili is gonna be if she's not your commander i think she's solid in your 99 as mm -hmm. well like just i can see you playing brea and then play brea second or the next turn play sahili and then play something for free yeah and that just feels like you're getting way ahead it's like super good ramp right there would you play this over joria weatherlight um for the fun factor yeah yeah it's different but joria would be really powerful with the artifacts and everything like that but uh yeah no I, and the fun thing that we're going to do is once we get these decks we end up playing each one of them. I, trying, I want, yeah. we, we go through and just play it how it's built, and we don't mess with it at all. And it's kind of cool because it's it's like playing with somebody else's deck, you know, learning mm -hmm. how the, everything works with that. Uh, so let, let's move into the the, the new cards, the new cards. for uh, this set. So we have uh, Retrofitter Foundry, and that is an artifact. It costs one um when it comes into play or there is no when it comes into play you tap three you can untap it you can tap two make a one one servo artifact or that's two did i say two i said two right tap two make an artifact tap one uh sacrifice your servo or a servo to create a one one thopter and then you can tap to sacrifice a thopter and create a four four colorless construct that isn't flying. Normally when you see a 4-4, four, four, they become flying. But that one doesn't. And It does not. It just becomes big. If I didn't say it right, that each one of those abilities is a tap, except for your tap 3 and untap. So uh, That'd be silly. Yeah. <laughs> what? The tap 3 and tap it? <laughs> tap and untap. 3 tap it to untap it? <laughs> tap, it makes sense tap, to me. Tap, just want the word tap in there a lot. I, I think this is a really powerful card. Yeah. In, like, 
again, I'll bring up Brea. Brea makes thopters. So you could sit down, play Brea, tap this to make a 4-4 colorless construct. Yeah. Like, that's pretty, that feels really pretty good. insane. Yeah. And you don't even, you don't have to, ta- I like that the last, I love that it's 3-2-1 tap. If you look at the, yeah, the but yeah. your last, the, the big ability is the least casting to make well, it happen. Well, you gotta do so much work to get to yeah. that point anyway. But if you're ma- you if thopters. you're able to make your thopters, yeah, yeah. then it's it's pretty I mean, simple. So you can make a thopter deck with that bad Thopter boy. foundry with yeah. the sword of the meek, yeah. and then you just you're able to four 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 yeah. four four. Uh, all right, so then our next card. You want to read this one? Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> Did I move into the next card too quick? Well, you no. <laughs> you, you wanted just, to play you, you me read for two something. In a row. Well, I read, was helping you because you were trying to find it before. Yeah, you're just gonna have to go and edit down the <laughs> the, the time the that it takes. You. Every okay, time gotcha. it takes me. To, okay, so so if Lowry, Lowry sounds like he's right on cue right afterwards. <laughs> that means I edited the big gap that's in between. Makes yeah. I can't believe you don't take that kind of time. Uh, Enchanter's Bane, which is uh, enchantment, one colorless and a red. At the beginning of your end step, target enchantment deals damage equal as to to its converted mana cost to its controller unless that player sacrifices it's it. pretty bonkers with that that's great in red yeah, it's, it a, is. it's some enchantment hate in red which is pretty rare then it's only a two drop to get out too like yeah and it's i mean it's great because you're doing the direct damage for it um and yeah. then you, it happens right away so at your end step you're able to have that trigger yeah i think this is i think it's I think this is a card that can, if it's not already going to be expensive, this is something that's going to creep up. up over time. Yeah. The next card is Endless Atlas, and this is taps two to come out. You tap two, draw a card, activate this ability if you control three or more lands with the same name. It just seems like a lot to do to actually draw a card when there's other card cards out there for drawing. You know, like you have to wait until you have three cards or lands of the same name. It just that doesn't seem that difficult. It just seems like there's a lot. To go into this to actually make you draw a card you get what i'm saying if you get the untap ability that that can help but this just seems like a lot you're like looking trying to decide if you like it or not well i think i think this is good in places so i think it's really good going to be good in like monocolor deck where you're automatically you know you're playing oh, yeah. a lot of planes or islands or whatever i don't know if you is going to be really good in this deck necessarily three color two color um, but i think it's i think it uh will would really fill holes in like uh your red and white decks especially since they don't have the best card draw available yeah um and so two and two are reasonable within those colors to be able to draw a card i'm meh i'm not excited understandable <laughs> I, no again it's i don't think it's supposed to be exciting i think it just a lot of, of like, these cards i was just like holy crap that yeah. was one i was like meh I think it more just like fills a role that's kind of needed out there because red and white just are really lacking in a commander game because they just don't have that kind of card draw or like card advantage. So it's not a a bad way to uh, keep it going a little bit. Uh, Next one is the first of our lieutenants. Yes. Uh, Lieutenants used to be rare. Now they've been downgraded, which, you know, to uncommon uh loyal apprentice do you remember lieutenants from before mm-hmm. okay you just kind of looked at me like no i was just looking was, at the card no, dumb, dumb no comment, i was actually Lowry. thinking the the good lieutenant the there was like one the green one i felt like was the best because it actually gave 
everything plus two plus two and trample and yeah. everything else like just gave just gave it three. yeah it was just like what why did you make that one so good and then all the other ones just like meh like it's like yeah. that those meant were meant to be uncommon but the green one could be rare because that one i feel like is really yeah. freaking good well they're all yeah they're all rare yeah but the that's what i'm saying ones, they yeah. should the other ones were just i don't know <laughs> so that you. that's why i was blank staring i was like <laughs> Yeah, lieutenants. They, they yeah. were the green one was good. Everyone. So glad else. they brought that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although uh, okay. these are pretty interesting. I actually some of these are pretty good. So okay, go loyal ahead. apprentice. It's a colorless and a red, and uh, it's a two-one haste uh, lieutenant. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control your commander, create a one-one colorless thopter artifact creature token with flying. That token gains haste until end of turn. It's a nice little token creator mm-hmm. generator as long as you have your commander out um, and then works really well with that Thopter artifact thing that you talked about of right after Sahili's, So Yeah, I see why it's an uncommon, though. I mean, it's not sure amaze balls yeah. i mean it's, but... it's it's pretty bad without if your commander's not in play. Yeah. <laughs> two, it's two, two one for haste. Two. It has haste. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Taunos. Is that how we say it? Taunos? Taunos? I, I call it Taunos. Taunos. Yeah. Urza's Apprentice. This is uh, one of the potential commanders you could use in this. I wonder, do you think they're going to make these guys foil? Or is it just going to be the Planeswalkers? Did you hear anything about that? That, that part I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, blue and red. Haste. It's a 1-3 human artificer. Blue, red, tap, copy, and activated activated or triggered ability from an artifact or artifact source you control you may choose new targets for the copies. I don't know if I'd build a deck with this one. You could definitely, but personally me building the multiple triggers i don't know if i would with that necessarily but it's a it's a good card i'm now i know it's a decent card it's pretty good the thing that i don't like about it is it's like so similar to another card from like uh it's a corset i can't i can't quite remember it it's like okaki yeah. yeah i know that's why it's hard for me to remember so but it's it's basically should two... i say this word <laughs> uh so you're gross um is that like the oh i don't even want to get into it's, it's two red two colorless i believe it's a four three you pay one red mana and then you do yeah. the same thing but it doesn't tap um and so i feel like that's almost more powerful and then you have Taunos. like i, I don't know if you know the lore on him but like he has a bunch of cards named after him in uh, antiquities and stuff like that. Antiquities. I like yeah. how you said antiquities. I can say it however I want. <laughs> I know. I'm not, I'm not the one that should be making oh. fun of you about pronunciation. It's just, I've <laughs> yeah. never heard antiquities pronounced yeah, antiquities. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Antiquities. I was in England over the, uh, the last week. Yeah. I, it's not something I build, but I, I can see a lot of people building interesting decks with that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of avenues to kind of go, but I think it's just kind of very similar to Okaki. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Mr. Okaki. <laughs> I, we'll probably figure it out. I just want to type it in Okaki with an E at the <laughs> end. Right. O, you could you could put a B dash Okaki. <laughs> uh well let's go on to the next commander that i feel actually i like this one this one's interesting if you could mess around with this um go ahead larry i'm not there yet (laughs) (laughs) all right bar child betrayer of keldor uh 
two colorless and a red for a 3-3. Whenever Varchild deals combat damage to a player, that player creates that many 1-1 red survivor creature tokens. Survivors your opponent's control can't block, and they can't attack you or a planeswalker you control. When Varchild leaves the battlefield, gain control of all survivors. It's pretty sweet. Like... I just, I don't know. It just seems like you can mess with a lot of people with that because they 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 can't do anything to you. All they can do is yeah, mess they, with other people. They and can't then, block. They yeah. can't attack you. Um, and then you just gain control of. They, I mean, they still can't block when you gain control of them. Yeah. But. They, but you uh, still have all these little one little ones one that can one attack. Shits. Yeah. So yeah, you got to get it through somehow. Yeah, that's the other part. It's like you gotta you gotta make him unblockable somehow. So you, I don't know about using him as your general would be kind of tough. You'd have to get a lot of equipment because to get him through to get you the tokens. Locks it on a warhammer. Now, weird thing is like I was thinking. Okay, number one, there was a card that spiked off of this too. Uh, there was an alliance uh, one that creates survivors. Mm-hmm. So it's like a three four that uh, would trample. And when it deals damage, they get that many survivors, but they can't block type thing. Yeah. Um, and that jumped up to like 20, 30 bucks. And that's like the second best card in alliances after <laughs> Force of Will. <laughs> can't wait until we get there with our. Uh, is it, so is that an two. artifact then you're talking about? No, it's a creature. Oh, three, really? Four, it's a colorless and a red, three, four trample. So it's similar to this, but they, you know, you're creating more survivors and then you can gain control of them if. Uh, Varchild leaves battlefield type stuff. Yeah, so, this would be interesting. I so won't build a deck with him, but with it. it's the monocolor stuff that I I just don't like to do the monocolor. I like to have options, and I feel like that would be a little tough. Uh, next card is another lieutenant. This one I'm actually going to get because I have a Drake deck that I'm trying to build for my son named Drake. Uh, this one is a loyal Drake. It is two and one blue flying. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Are you going to put him in a Adam commander deck <laughs> so that you have a loyal son? <laughs> nice. You're going to have a, well, yours would be easy. You just build a Lowry and a Lowry deck. Yeah. I'd make my own card. You do have your own card. Suicidal tendencies. <laughs> Sounds uh, bad if you don't get it. At the beginning of I'm your combat uh, combat on your turn, clear, clear if you control your commander, draw a card. Pretty basic, but good. Yeah, I think again, that's better than the other one making a 1-1. One, one. This one well, actually draws like you. like a 2-2 two, two flyer for yeah. three is not a bad yeah. deal in itself. So that one's pretty decent. Uh, let's move on. I actually like this next one. Yeah, I'm getting all the good cards. Yeah, you are. Sahili's Directive uh, X and Red, Red, Red. It has... Damn it. Why do you I just, always you hit my hit stand? stuff. It didn't show up in the last episode. <laughs> I know episode, it didn't. So, but I hit the spring there. Whatever. Cut that out. <laughs> uh, it has Improvise. So you can tap artifacts to add one colorless mana. Um, and then reveal cards uh, reveal the tap x cards from your library you may put any number of artifact cards with converted mana cost x or less from among them into the battlefield then put all cards revealed this way that weren't put into the battlefield into your graveyard so it's like um genesis wave kind of thing yeah genesis wave is uh all permanent i think clearly better yeah definitely but um but for artifacts improvise it's pretty cool like being able to ramp it up a little bit and I like that the cards go into your graveyard and not, not the under bottom, the bottom. Yeah, the bottom of the library makes it a little so more fair. You you could have, <laughs> or you could work with your stuff in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like you might not even be an artifact deck really, but if you can, if you want to be bringing stuff back from your graveyard, it uh, kind of works in that realm. Yeah, uh, I actually get a good one. Actually, this is one of my favorite out of this whole set. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> 
Treasure Nabber. It is two and one red goblin rogue. Whenever an opponent taps an artifact for mana, gain control of that artifact until the end of your next turn. He's a 3-2. The cool thing is it's a little goblin holding a soul ring in his hand. So they're playing with <laughs> you, the... You just like it because of the art? Yeah. <laughs> I have well, two soul rings in yeah. play. <laughs> it, that's pretty freaking sweet with it's... how much monorocks we all play. Most, yeah. I'm guessing other play groups play a lot of monorocks. This guy's taken. I feel like this goes in every red deck, pretty much. I can see that. Like he's crazy ramp for you. Yeah. I, and if I don't know, like I don't think you play him right away uh, unless you're trying to do it. I don't, like, because they're okay, going to okay. still use their ramp stuff because well, the, the they're question, not. Though, though is like, do you play your ramp or until he's gone, you hold on to your ramp, your artifact rocks. Why wouldn't I, you? I, well, because I don't want it taken so that you you would get so far ahead. Oh, you're saying like, if you're the person, like I played it and you had your monorocks, would you yeah. not play it? I see what you're well, saying. Well, even, even let's say if you did, uh, like you played uh, this Nabber on turn three and I was going to play a Worn Power Stone, but... But like, if you need, it depends on if you need the ramp or not, because you can still use your ramp. Route unless, unless it had a sacrifice part, then I, I don't know. It, it depends. It depends on how the deck's going. Because it's, it's a scary card. It's kind of like uh, in my mind, like Mystic Remora. You, you draw a card, uh, or the player that has it draws a card if an opponent casts like a, a non-creature spell. It's just like, well, I don't want you to draw a card. Yeah. So I'll wait until that goes away because it has upkeep you know costs and so you just kind of hold it out until it goes away yeah this um, this so could this, well this at, could at the very like least that. it's slowing other people down if yeah, they, yeah like what no, you're saying i think it's a really good card yeah. i'm just saying like i don't know how you play against it at this point i think for non-legendary creatures and all this stuff this is like one of the more expensive cards like it's it your is, it's your yeah. defiri's protection out of the the whole set you know well, i don't think it's no it's not that good but but red it that freaking is pretty bonkers for taking mana sources and what if it freaking took something that had, you know, what is it, Command Sphere, where you can sacrifice it to draw? So you take their stuff and freaking sacrifice just, just it? Just think if nobody cared and you just took everybody's artifact ramp until the end of your next turn, like... You'd have so much. You could have, like, yeah. eight, yeah. ten <laughs> by, by turn, turn four. four. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. No, uh, that, I, I think this card is, uh, must be, must it be in our list if we did, did we do red yet? Uh, no, we haven't. Guess what's going in there? Yeah, this is, <laughs> Core cards this, for Commander. This is like a really good yeah, card. Yeah, this is pretty bonkers. Uh, why don't we move into our next one? Yeah, this one is this, pretty decent, this one, too. I really liked. Uh, Vidalkin Humiliator. Uh, three colorless and a blue for a 3-4. Has Melcraft. So um, you need three, three artifacts. Or more artifacts. Uh, whenever... Uh, humiliator attacks you if you control three or more artifacts creatures your opponents control lose all abilities and have base power and toughness one one until end of turn that's pretty sweet that like, seems really yeah. good because just think of that like yeah they have all these big fatties out there that could kill him but you just attack and now all their stuff just turned to so one they have ones. to they to to kill Vidalkan Humiliator, you need to block with, with four, four creatures, and you're going to kill off their and you biggest get to kill guys. Three of them. Yeah. yeah. So even if you had a Blight Steel Colossus or you know things that are indestructible, it's like, well, they lost all their abilities and their one one, so that part doesn't matter. We would actually have to check on that. I'm not actually sure if indestructibility is actually is an actual ability. Like ability, yeah. I think it's more of like a 
Static? I don't know. Yeah, their indestructibility is always kind of questionable to me. So, like, I always like to check into that one. Um, but, yeah, we could check into that it would get rid of the infect yeah. um, off of that. So, But, yeah, this card just seems pretty crazy. Seems really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, I could even put in, like, a Niv-Mizzet deck and, like, try and draw a couple cards that turn and just ping a bunch of their creatures yeah. after they're turned into 1-1s. One yeah, It just that's feels like you could really just... Or just, like, attack with everything that has power toughness it makes pyroclasm decent yeah like just wipe everybody's (laughs) board like it feels really powerful and shrinking everybody's creatures yeah that's crazy too because it's all your opponents so it's not even the person you're attacking it's all your opponents creatures your opponents yeah Yeah. so this is pretty crazy so you can like you just said just pyrohemia and just just, uh, pestilence (laughs) yeah uh, pestilence demon anything just deals one One damage damage to everything everything and you're just oh darn (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like i really dig this card yeah that's a pretty sweet card all right and then the next card is our first of the echoes they have a bunch of echoes stuff yeah echo storms with this or storm sorry yeah um but the they're all each color has its certain ability so yeah they're pretty awesome um this one is blue three and two blue sorcery when you cast this spell copy it for each time you cast your commander this game from your command zone you may choose new targets for the copies create a token that's a copy of target artifact so if you cast your commander multiple times you get to make multiple copies of all yeah, these different artifacts. All you have to do is cast your, you know, if you cast it once, you get to copy it once. So you get two spells right two there. Two of that spells. Yeah, it feels really crazy powerful. Think of this with the ninja. Uh, Well, so ninja is it's gonna, not casting. But then every time it dies, would it go off of the, the die counters? You know what I'm saying? It says every time you cast it. But you're not keeping track of the times you cast it. You only keep track of every time your commander the, goes in the, the command card zone. The specifically states how many times you've cast it. Yeah, it does. So you have to so, keep track of that on top of your well, you, there are with very your ninja. Few, yeah, like that, you get around it with like uh, command tower. Yeah, the and then that, what's the the um, the commander where you can tap? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Where you can tap plus the and one then colorless new ninja one that's coming out. Is there anything else that? isn't affected by the uh... i think that's about it you you cast just about everything else so. okay so you just have to keep track when you have a ninja <laughs> with this yeah. one uh but yeah it's I would all, just say, all like, these storm cards I'm, are pretty I'm too sweet. stupid i wouldn't play this in my ninja deck because no, i don't want to no, pay attention. I don't wanna <laughs> keep a counter for your, and then you mix them up wait how many times did he die <laughs> how many times did i cast well you'll never cast him actually well, with your ninja you're him, always yeah. going to use your ninja's ability Man, we're pretty really much. hyping this card yeah. that we have not <laughs> we, talked about we yet. still have to get to it it's the second half of this segment or podcast i guess yeah uh, uh all right so geode golem uh it's an artifact for five colorless. It's a five three with trample. Whenever Geode Golem deals combat damage to a player, you may cast your commander from the command zone without paying its That's mana cost. Awesome. I like this guy. That's pretty sweet. So you get to cast your doesn't matter for free. Yeah, doesn't matter how many times he's gone to the command zone. You get to cast him for free. You don't have to pay any of the commander tax or any of that crap. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet. And it has trample, so you're getting yeah. in. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. But and it's an artifact. Every deck, <laughs> any, any deck. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's smart. I love that they put it as an artifact. I'm just trying to think of like some huge fat legends that would be awesome to like cast for free. Oh yeah, for yeah. Progenitus. Oh, that'd be ridiculous. 
but any of these on like turn five any of these if you're able to keep doing that getting in like even if you're making your commander die and come back and then you just hit with him again just make it so that you can keep hitting so you can keep give make them indestructible and or unblockable or yeah it's i think that's a pretty sweet card (laughs) i I liked it yeah Yeah. uh next is actually one of the commanders i'd like to build a deck with it'd be interesting to mess around with this but it's uh brutaclad I think that's how you say it. I think Brutaclod. Brutaclod, Telcor Engineer. And it's four blue and red. I believe red. he was uh, hired by Dell. <laughs> As a Telcor Engineer. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's a dad joke. All right, legendary <laughs> artifact creature, artificer. You're creature welcome. tokens you control have haste. This is the cool part about them. So at the beginning of your combat, you, on your turn, create a 2-1 blue mirror artifact creature token. Then you may choose... Uh, token you control if you do each token you control becomes a copy of that token this also includes clues this includes treasure tokens anything that's a token you can choose it so you have your worm coil engine out there your guys turn a three three either a three three death touch or a three three lifelink you turn all your clues into three three lifelinks and boom but they stay permanently that's the other part of this whole thing is once you choose it, all your to- tokens change into that, and they're permanently that. So then you have to have another generation if you want to change your tokens into something else. This could get abused like freaking crazy. I'm kind of glad that it's maybe not in green, because green could have had a lot of big six sixes or whatever, you know, that the beasts and stuff like that. Um, you could really abuse the crap out of this. But there's enough tokens out there and artifacts and blue and red that... <laughs> This is going to be fun, I think, if I ev- when I eventually build a deck with this guy. If people are playing with clues or treasures, I'm going to make sure that I, like, mind-slaver them <laughs> and turn all of their tokens into clues. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it just yours, too? If you do each other, you control. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And all creature tokens have haste. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So... Um, this this will be an interesting. I, my it, mind instantly went to like making dragon tokens. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Um, but I mean, like you also want to make it like easy and and like repeatable in my mind. Well, see, what I feel like with him is you do a lot of setup because he's six mana to come out, so it's a lot of putting out clue tokens, putting out treasure tokens, like a, a bunch of stuff that actually can help you ramp or have you draw cards if mm-hmm. things don't work out, and it's. Your turn, you play him. The turn is every. That's when everything's going to yeah, change. It happens at combat. And yeah. You just you just yeah turn them into whatever your best token yeah. is. So even if you had all these clues and all these treasure tokens, and then he comes into play and you turn them all into two ones, well, that's freaking whatever many you got out also two true. ones just yep. running through. So dragons is a better idea though. I like that one. I don't know if it's better. It's, <laughs> it's fun though. Dragons are always fun. Uh, the next one, I I was so so on this one. Really. This is, I really, like, this one was maybe the first one I saw, and I was like, Yeah, this oh, one of the... Uh, Coveted Jewel. Uh, it's an artifact for six mana. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, draw three cards. That's already decent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think it's the bottom ability. I'm trying to get down to that And then wide. you can add three mana of any one color, so it's like a Gilded Lotus, just for one extra mana, but it draws you three cards... Uh, and then whenever one or more creatures an opponent controls attacks you and aren't blocked, that player draws three cards and gains control of Coveted Drool. That's where uh, I didn't jewel. like it. Untap it. 
because they take it. You know what? I think I actually missed that. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know why you like. I this just so really much. liked the the first two things are really good. You're gonna draw three cards and you're gonna be able to tap for three mana. Man, the name is spot on too. But if you freaking, they're gonna come at you, <laughs> and they're gonna take it from you. Like it's, ah, uh, I don't know. There's a lot to it. The first two are really good, but then the you're just gonna get attacked. <laughs> Because that's... Uh, yeah. I mean, you probably are. Like, I just like it because you can blink it. You can recur it. You're getting the three mana off of it. Like, I don't know. I but you're like not going to build a deck around blinking it and doing all that with well, this. I mean, just think about putting it in, like, uh, like a Brago deck. Yeah, yeah, that, that in in this cards. I'm not seeing how it's. Well, I guess you're gonna have a lot of oh, tokens this, to block. Yeah. I guess that would be the, the way to get through. But it needs to have what one or more creatures. So one creature needs to hit you. I I think it just has to be not blocked. Whenever one or more creatures an opponent controls not blocked and aren't blocked. Yeah, so just as a same it thing hits you have to deal damage. It just it has to you go. can fog, but if you don't block your those yeah, creatures, I guess <laughs> so it's even. More better worse for this card so uh yeah it the first two is pretty sweet but uh, you know what yeah i'll I'll give you this at least it doesn't say when the player controls it they get to draw three oh no they do get the draw they do damn it okay never mind (laughs) i just take it all back we'll edit this one a little (laughs) bit I was like, at least, and then I see it as I'm talking. Uh, that player draws three cards. All right, never mind. Let's go on to the next one. Is it my turn? It is my turn, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is your turn. Yeah. Uh, actually, I like this card. It's pretty interesting. Ancient Stone Idol. This is ten to come out. It has flash, and it's a twelve twelve. But this spell costs one less for each attacking creature. It also has trample. When it dies, create a six twelve colorless construct artifact. It also has trample. So do you know where token. this comes from? No. Uh, Stone Idol Trap from uh, Zendikar. Yeah. That's that's him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It turns into a 612 Trampler. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it turns into Stone Idol Oh, yeah, because it was Idol the head trap, thing, the, the tokens yeah. of that. So I, I love that this is going on. Like, I actually have a uh, foil version of Stone Idol Trap. Oh, do you? Yeah, I got it in our boxes way back in the day. Nice. Um, And so, like, when I saw this, I was like, that's a freaking great idea. I yeah. love it. It's... I think it's a pretty decent card too in itself. I mean, you get the you get it attack with five creatures. It it's costs five. You know, five <laughs> with flash twelve twelve trampler. Yeah. That's that's a really good cost right there. The only thing it's missing is it should be coming in and attacking at that time. <laughs> uh, why don't you read the cards that are in this particular box that are notable? So notable. Let me find it here. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's just make songs so that it doesn't sound like we're searching for something. Yeah. All right. Uh, so notable reprints, generally, like kind of what my rule for this was, would I actually play it in a deck in general or could think of any reason to? Um, so I'm just going to run through them real quick. Uh, Duplicant, uh, Chaos Warp, which is a great reprint always. Uh, Thirst for Knowledge. Blasphemous Act is a great board wipe. Uh, Mimic Vat uh, is a card I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unwinding Clock, which is great in artifact decks. Buried Ruin brings back your artifacts. Uh, and then the artifact lands. 
um, which they should just continue to reprint those yeah. at all times. So <laughs> Great Furnace, Sea yeah. of the Synod, and uh, Dark Steel Citadel. And then kind of the notable cards to maybe look at if you buy this and you want to tweak it a little bit. We This is kind of our Smith specs after each set. That kind of works. No. What? Langston. Well, no, oh, I'm just saying. I thought I. Or did you want to do that then? I, I like the idea of Smith spec decks. Smith Smith spec decks. I didn't Smith know. Smith specs of the deck. Okay. Wait, we didn't talk did about I, this. I didn't text you that. No. <laughs> that was a great idea. I had. We could do Smith spec of the deck. Smith spec of the deck. Yeah. All right. That's that's a tongue twister. Smith spec of the deck. Yeah, All but right. spec and deck really kind of work together. <laughs> So, Padim Console of uh, Innovation is one, but that has rotation threat. It's Kaladesh, but it's not but really it, an expensive card as is. I was saying go for foils. Yeah. They're around two bucks right, right. now. I, uh, I think that'd be well worth it. Yeah. So, and then you got Storm the Vault, which you could go for either. That works well with yeah. the artifacts. Uh, Joria, who just got printed of in. Of the Weatherlight. Yeah, of the Weatherlight. Weatherlight Captain. Um, that okay. one, the foils are 14, so you're really going for the regulars on those. Yeah. Doretti, uh, Scrap Sir, Savant. Savant. That one has a couple print. It's, two yeah, it's been printed a couple times. No the, foil printing. Yeah, just there the, is with the, the latest the, uh, anthology. Oh, it was foil so, there. There was foil in that. So there's your foil. Inventor's Fair, that's also rotation risk, but that's yeah. a good card in general. It, it is a really good card, and the foils are pretty expensive at this point, yeah. too. But I wrote regular foil on that. Hellkite Tyrant, because you're playing a freaking artifact deck. Hellkite Tyrant, if you hit somebody, you take all their artifacts, and then, and then you win more. the game if you have 20 now, or more. I've, I've, heard, I've heard a rule of um you shouldn't play cards that will like beat you so oh, like so if like somebody, somebody like cloned it, it or kills stole you. it and yeah. they came back and they took everything <laughs> yeah. i i've heard that as a rule and i i but hellkite tyrant you it. could uh if you had your 20 or more if this deck built it yeah yeah and then but, you just play it and win yeah, win the game master transmuter is always a good card but it's, it's expensive uh 14 i think even for i think regular. that's well worth it for yeah, just in it's a good card decks it's a great card and then Koldratha forge master there's only one printing you could go rare or foil on this i think the rares were two bucks and the foils were four or six so both of those uh are would be good bets on that and then you can go with anything that's doing tokens. We haven't really dove deep into that stuff, but how if, we were talking yeah, about that commander. If, if you find something that kind of makes a really nice token and artifacts or, um, you know, like that Eldrazi twin, you can cast 10 and then you get another 10-10. Yeah. Then you turn all your tokens into 10-10s. Like, that feels crazy. Um, but, yeah, if you want to get into that, like, I kind of have a little bit of a list, too, from last time. Um, I was thinking Treasure Mage has a promo. I'd go and get that because that could help with Sahili. Mm-hmm. Um, just get the biggest artifact you got yep. for free. Um, that's about everything else. Let's see here. Too many notes. Uh, sculpting steel copies your artifacts will take key on tap stuff, and inspiring uh, inspiring statuary gives all your non artifacts inspire. Okay, so, so you can tap. Yeah. To cast. Right? Yeah. That, so yeah. it's tap artifacts to cast non artifacts. Right. So nice. And I feel like that's uh, something good. Um, I think that was it. I probably don't want to do the recent recent reprints until next no. episode. Yeah. All my complaints. All your complaints. Do, do I want to gripe? I can do well, all you could, my, all well, my gripes at the beginning of next. Yeah, let's do that in the next episode because we're already running after we go through this next deck. We're going to be uh, at. 
pretty close to time. Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah, that'll be perfect. All right. Let's move into subjective reality, and this one starts off with Aminatu, the perfect. fate shifter. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's the one that I was worried about saying. Aminatu, the fate shifter. Did I read the the first commander? Doesn't matter. You go ahead. You read this one. Aminatu, the fate shifter. Uh, it's a white, blue, black. It comes in with three loyalty. You can plus one it, draw a card, then put a card from your hand on top of your library. You can minus one it, exile another target permanent you own, then return it to the battlefield under your control. Uh, and then you can minus six it. Uh, for the ultimate, choose left or right. Each player gains control of all non-land permanents uh, other than Aminatu, uh, controlled by next player in the chosen direction. That's kind of just chaos. <laughs> yeah. There's control a little bit because her minus one ability is getting your stuff back if you freaking give it to other people because you exile it and then you bring it back and then it becomes yours again. But it just seems like chaos. <laughs> She's you, you got this one. You're next to somebody powerful. <laughs> yeah. Just take all their stuff. Um, this is the one where I'm like, the, I don't even know how to build stuff with this. I think this is going to be the most interesting out of all the commanders. It's like, how do you do this? And so I'm interested to see what happens over the, the coming weeks and months here. What people come up with, with this deck. I, I this think commander. I think miracles become a thing yeah. in Commander, which is well. This and, came out with a couple. They yeah. yeah, they went like all directions with it. They're like, we're gonna take a little bit of here. We're gonna take a little bit of here. <laughs> like, it's like not focused. It doesn't seem, but that's kind of how the precons are. Yeah, it's they're, like they're they not kinda, really supposed to be focused. They're trying yeah, to they're trying to get you a to bunch of different things. Get some ideas yeah. of how you want. Which build I think it. I, I I think it's a great thing that yeah. they kind of do that. So like one one thing to note. Uh, the minus one goes infinite with Felidar Guardian from Kaladesh. As long as... Oh, yeah. Fel, yeah, yep. Because then you're And so blinking. it blinks her and then comes back. You do it again. Um, yeah. I don't know. You, you can figure something out. You can just continue blinking it. I don't know. You know. And then succeed somehow. Yeah. Because even if you're blinking her, what are you doing then? Yeah. That's you got to do thing. something else. Yeah. But. <laughs> Hey, she's gone. Oh, she's back. Oh, she's gone. She's back. She's back. <laughs> like, I'd be like, I don't know. There, I'm sure there's a, a chain veil out there that would help. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah. You know what? You could actually probably play uh, that Tefiri's uh, uh, Oath. Oath of Tefiri. And then because you get another, Oath, you whatever. get two activations yeah. out of that, right? And that's white blue. That's white blue. Which so that would this. work in this, yeah. So yep, there's a oh, card you go it. for. Got it. Smith, what was, the, what was their segment then? Specs of... Smith Specs of the deck? There we go. Smith Specs of the deck. There's your one right Got there. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we move into the new cards with this, and we have our fourth of the magnet, Magus of the, of the balance. So next year we'll be getting the green is probably what we're going to get because we've gotten four of them you got to complete the the cycle so if you don't know what balance is well this is a creature because it's a band card yeah and commander that's why you probably don't know what it is but this is balance on a creature it's one colorless and white comes into play you tap four and one so they're really making it so it's a little tough to because balance in itself is just one white one colorless and it's a sorcery does all this that it does so you sacrifice it each player chooses a number. Whoever has the least amount of lands in play, you go down to that. Whoever has the least amount of cards in their hand, you go down to that. And same for creatures, yep. right? Creatures, down to that. And this is a 2-2. Two, two. Pretty bonkers. 
kind of crazy they're bringing balance kind of into Commander. Yeah, they're trying to make Commander or like a balance that's fair. Yeah, because um, it gives people an opportunity to deal with it. I mean, you got to give all, them haste I, if I, you're going to do it first turn. But if you do that, you're you paying you pay seven, like seven <laughs> plus the haste effect. It's like, well, if you're paying seven, then you're probably the one that's in the lead. <laughs> you're allowed to play balance, yeah. but maybe maybe that's the the real. Um, the real answer: print a balance that's seven mana. Yeah, not two. Two. Yeah, <laughs> but um, this card will stay ten or higher. I mean, the other. Do you think so? I think so. I mean, I don't know if it's good. It, in commander, it could be, but again, the other the wheel is better because it's everybody. It doesn't. Well, the 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 part about. The, the maguses that I think are good are that, like, the ability doesn't cost a whole ton. Yeah, this is the first one that's, like, it's insane. Five. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, the red one is red and colorless activation. The black one's a black and two colorless. The blue one's just one, one blue. blue. Uh, and so this one's a white and four colorless for the ability. Uh, I mean, that's all you're doing that turn. Yeah, it could be something that you're just saving until you need it, you know? You're not trying to you do like, you just kind of an early game, play it out there. I mean, it is going to be gone because you sacrificed it. So if you have no creatures, you might board wipe if somebody decides to attack you. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it'll... Do some trickery. I, I'm I'm sure it's going to be good. I don't think, I don't think I'll play me. with it, though. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to play with it either. Uh, all right, next one. This one was interesting. Uh, they've been trying to get the land ramp into to white here. And I and this, this one I have a little problem with though. What? What? Okay, so I need to read it first. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just teasing until people are excited for you to read this card. Why so, does Why does Adam have a problem with this card? Nobody. Cares I want to know. Oh. <laughs> Larry's drunk. I was waiting for you to be a dick because I wanted to drink a beer. Okay, so I brought a really good one. I was actually uh, hoping that you're going to be a dick towards the end of the episode because, or not even. I was, yeah, one. I was going to say then we filter into the next episode and we were like, why is he drinking a beer? <laughs> Starting off the episode, drinking. I was running out of liquid anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one is uh, Stone Woot Stout. Uh, it would... I think you should, on air production meeting, you should start posting these uh, with our details of the episode uh, of what beer I, we drink. I could probably do that. Uh, okay, so this is an ale brewed with pecans, wheat, and rye. Pecans. Uh, one quarter aged in bourbon barrels. 11.5%. Whoa. And nice. It's tasty. <laughs> You already it's had like, this one? Ooh, yeah, very, very I, I try and try everything uh, before I bring it up. So if you ever get something that's super bitter, I've probably had it, and I want to torture you. Oh, that didn't sound like a good cheers. Well, make it... your glass There sucks. we go. It's not bad, Lowry. It's a sipper. <laughs> it's definitely a sipper. Actually, that's really good. Yeah. That's one of it the It has a lot ones. of great taste. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the stone is a huge... I think I've maybe even... Uh, I was I was thinking that they they brewed it with somebody else, but I'm not really seeing it. So that's it's fine. funny because I don't ever drink warm beer, not warm, but like well, this, room this temperature. Cellar cool. Yeah, and, and most of mine, everything's in the fridge. So and I never have a problem with it when you bring it up because it's always dark. So it's sipping beer anyways. Yeah, you know? the, the colder it has to be, the worse the beer is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why Coors so that, is probably the worst beer. <laughs> Because check the mountains, they're blue. Yeah, 
If I wanted to drink piss water, yeah, <laughs> that's what you do. You probably just pissed off a whole Coors. bunch of people that no, drink that's Coors. All right. it, you can drink Coors. You just have bad taste. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Let, instead of pissing off our listeners, let's go on to the next the, the card that we were kind of talking about if, until Larry was a if dick. If you're in Colorado, he just you keeps have on so being a dick. Better, <laughs> He's drunk. better options. <laughs> Breckenridge, you got freaking so many different ones. All right. So, uh, Boreas Charger. Uh, it is a. Uh, 2-1 Flying Pegasus, two colorless and a white. Uh, when Boreas Charger leaves the battlefield, choose an opponent who controls more lands than you. Search your library for a number of planes cards equal to the difference and reveal them. Put one of them into the battlefield tapped and the rest into your hand, then shuffle your library. Do you know what my problem is with this? What is your problem? Because it's a really good card. It has to die or leave the battlefield. Is it just a leave or is it a die? Leave. You can blink this. Yeah, It'd be amazing. But then you're building yeah, you're building it so it blinks, and then you gotta also have the other stipulation. All the other stuff is when it comes in, so you can actually plan it out and be like, okay, this person has more than me, this person has more than me. I play that card, now the effect takes this is if somebody has more land than you, you have to try to get rid of it. And people are just gonna go, I'm not gonna block. I'm not gonna block. Unless you build a deck that's more of the blinking style, which white does have that, but that's my problem with it is that I wish it was when it came into the battlefield because then it would be a lot this better. This is a really powerful attack. Uh, like it's a, when it effect, happens, though. it's really good. Yeah. But the thing is, is making it happen is going to be a little more difficult. I, th- I think white should have to try to land ramp but like that. All the other ones, all the other land ramp, like tithe and all the other stuff that comes in, even the other commander with the cats and stuff where it, you know, Tyson just played it last or when we played the other week where it's, you get X land, depending on how many more land than they have that they have than you. Those are no, all, isn't that what it is? Or is it devotion? When it comes into play, but you only get one for is each that opponent one? that has it. So that's like right. this, this can, if there's a green ramp player, that's, you know, five ahead of you, you get one into play and four into your hand. That's nuts, but you got to get rid of it. Again, you need for land tax to work. You need somebody with more. But so land. there's two stipulations with this. Like what I'm saying is the other when it comes into the battlefield, you can plan that out in your hand. You can hold back a land uh, to make sure that somebody else has more than you, and then you play it and you gain it. This has a bigger, a, a bigger plus to it. But if you have okay, this yeah, out. It's- and somebody has more land, like they're going to adjust to make sure that they don't have more land than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this has a huge plus to it. And then even if somebody does get more land, then you got to kill it or blink it. And then you're not really basing a hundred card deck off of blinking unless it isn't a blink deck. Then it's awesome because you're yeah, already this, planning this on blinking really it. I, yeah. Obviously I, I'm saying I it's not an every it, white you, deck, you again, know, type of thing. Whereas I, I, I would go back to you should have sacrifice outlets in every deck. Yeah. Um, just so if somebody's trying to steal your stuff. You can make sure that I don't put sacrifice stuff in all my decks. I I put at least one or two in just about every deck. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have sacrifice stuff in all mine. And so, like, I I think you do that. Blink doesn't go in everywhere, but um, it's your your, your Arcades deck showed how powerful Blink can be. It's good when this can go off, but the part is, like, there's so many stipulations with it. Like, I really wish it would have said when it entered the battlefield. I would just say a 2-1 flyer for three with that ability is well worth it. I'm not saying it's a bad card. I just said it could be better. <laughs> I'm telling you what my problem let's, is with it. Let's, That's, let's make that was more cards my, on Commander Smiths. That was just what I was saying, my only issue. I'm not saying it's a terrible card or anything. I'm just saying my only issue with this card is that it's uh, when sure. it leaves I, the battlefield. I just, it's I, a little I tougher. Agree. I just understand the stipulation and why, and I think it should be there. 
Yeah. So I don't think that should be an ETB. So It'd be so much better if it was an enter oh, the battlefield. All right. So we have a new miracle card, and this is Entreat. Entreat the dead. The dead. It's XX and three black, or you pay your miracle cost is yeah, nice triple X, X and two black. Return X creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Pretty basic. Pretty good though, if pretty you can get basic? it as a miracle. This thing's bonkers. No, I'm just saying basic yeah. is in like what it does. That's basic bitch. <laughs> Larry's getting really drunk now. That eleven percent is going to your brain. Head. <laughs> no, this I love. I love that they did a little bit of a callback to entreat the angels and so entreat the dead. Uh, same kind of mana cost there with the three black instead of three white. Didn't we get Do the it. angels in this yeah, too? Yeah, that was a relevant reprint. Yeah. Um, so I think you know it's it's a little bit more work because you need to fill your graveyard, but that's a powerful effect right there for a miracle. Um, Next card. I like, card. It. I like Next it. zombie. You got the zombie up, or you want me to? I'm catching. No, you I was card. doing the. That's why I said it was basic because I, I was like eh, i didn't realize that's pretty... that you were so bored with it <laughs> no i mean it's pretty self-explanatory it's pretty easy like you uh, know loyal subordinate so this is a lieutenant again uh it's a three one uh menace two colorless and a black this is also a lieutenant at the beginning of combat on your turn if you control your commander each opponent loses three life zombie is a relevant card type i would say three life isn't anything to sneeze at you just have to have your commander out mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I wouldn't put this in all my decks or anything. No, but you know what I am excited about? Yuri called the Tiger Shadow! <laughs> <laughs> kind of racist. <laughs> uh, one blue and black. This is the ninja we've been talking about. Legendary creature, human ninja. It has a new uh, ability, command ninjutsu. Is that how you say it? Ninjutsu. Commander ninjutsu. Ninjutsu. Yeah. So it's ninjutsu. Ninjutsu. I guess. It's blue and black. Do you and think what... like ninjutsu is like copyrighted or something? Why would they call it? So ninjutsu? they change. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the actual word. Maybe I should Google shit before I ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry. <laughs> so with ninjutsu, what what it always and actually, so I have to be honest with this. I've never played with any cards that have that. I have cards that have that, but you haven't played with it because I was just like I didn't really look at it. I, you know, I, that wasn't a that was during the t- the dark times when we weren't playing really that much at that point. Yeah, we so we these came out. We never actually saw these abilities, and then you know when we got back into it, I'm like, oh yeah, those cards are interesting. Whatever. Never built a deck with it, but what it is is. Whenever you have a creature that's unblocked, you can tap that cost of so the one blue, one black, and then you return that creature to your hand, and this comes into play tapped and attacking. It also is unblocked. Yeah, it so will it be gets unblocked, through. and then it's going to be it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Did so you then, read the ability? Yeah. Oh my gosh. When this when she uh deals whenever a ninja, ninja, not just her, deals damage to a player and or it's combat damage, so it's not just damage. Yeah. Reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand. Each opponent loses life equal to that card's converted monocost. That's freaking bonkers so you understand why ninjas went insane because there's only like 10 of them and they're all freaking good when they get well most of them are pretty good yeah when they there's get only yeah they're only 10 and they all have like a, an ability when they deal damage Hit. but like the thing is is just like 
this isn't just like when one or more ninja. It's every ninja every that ninja hits. does it. So like so if you top have card, three, top card, top card, top card, and you could deal a ton of damage to plus the plus whatever your other ninjas are doing, like their things. Like normally the yeah, other ones are drawing a card or kill a non-black creature or have opponent discard two cards or you know there's a ton like there isn't a ton <laughs> let me rephrase that yeah there's like 10 yeah so we uh, keep saying that but we have an actual list but yeah we'll talk about that after we get done with this we'll just make numbers grouping. up uh, but yeah so this is a insane commander and i think it seems really powerful and you might make this one if we're going to do decks with this this might be your well, beat on commander yeah one, one of us, us. we both bought a bunch of the stuff but I feel bad because I've taken always the the hype commander, and that's this right. is the hype out of the set. So that's why I was like, "You I, go ahead and make the so. hype." I, I'm really excited about the zombie one, so Ooh. I, I'd be down with that one over this one. We'll, 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 we'll talk, talk later. About it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, why don't why don't we just make them all? Yeah, I'm really excited. Got to catch them all. Got to make them all. <laughs> I'm really excited about this next card, though. Loyal unicorn. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's three colorless and a white. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Unicorns don't sound like that. Yeah, they, was they it, sound the, majestic. Like, nay. As far as I understand, it's Trump like is like a unicorn riding a unicorn <laughs> over a rainbow. <laughs> Where did you hear that one? I think Sean Spicer put it in his book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bad image. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 3-4 vigilance. <laughs> I'm just going to drink my beer. Yeah. I'm glad I got it for you. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant, uh, it uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control your commander, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to creatures you control this turn. Other creatures you control gain vigilance until end of turn. This one's a little bit better as the the lieutenants. Yeah, preventing the damage. The and then giving them vigilance really as well. That's pretty good too. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I like it, this one the best so far. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the red-white god from Theros. Like when you mm -hmm. attack, they have to block with two, but it also prevents whatever combat yep. damage happening. So similar, but that's a mythic, and this is uncommon. uncommon. Um, I, I think, you know... I think that would work in the Red White Gods deck. Just, and just stuff a like side that. note, it's kind of funny that they give it a rarity in this because they're all yeah. printed the same. <laughs> like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, no, I it know. should all just be like one color all the way. <laughs> like, it should just be common yeah. everywhere. Well, and I got it with the other other sets where like the command, what it was the last, not command tower, but it was the one last time with the scrying. If it's in every single one, it's counted as a common. If it's in every single deck, and then if it was uncommon, in, in it was like only two, in like two of the decks. The that makes more sense. But the, you're, the the chances of getting this loyal unicorn is the exact same chances of you getting the ninja. You know, people are going to yeah, sell it for yeah. more because people are just going to buy singles instead of buying the decks people and all that. Feel good when it's like a rare yeah. or a mythic color. Um, honestly, yeah, like if you go through your deck and it's all rare, even though they're shitty rares, yeah, you'll like it better than like a bunch of commons, commons that are or commons. something, yeah, just because you're psychologically weak. <laughs> you're weak. <laughs> uh, I wish I could reach this microphone and punch you. You're weak. Verena Lich names. Queen I feel like that's is our other commander for this or so general. This is the one that I would. Like. This is the one you like. Yeah. One colorless. White, blue, black, legendary creature, zombie wizard. She is a 4-4. Four, four. Whenever you attack with one or more zombies, draw that many cards and then discard that many cards. You gain that much life. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Tap two, exile two cards from your graveyard. Create a tapped 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token. That is pretty sweet. That is a good commander for zombies. Yeah, I feel like this is probably the best, if 
not only zombie tribal commander out there. There's been some, but this is the best, I think. They so there there are zombies that are legends, but yeah, I don't know if they're good. tribal. Well, here here's the thing. They started adding in Amonkhet all the the white zombies, mm-hmm. and so this now just encompassed white into zombie. Because before a zombie was just blue and black, pretty much. Well, and before Innistrad, it was just, just black. black yeah. yeah. So they now, because of Amonkhet, you know that whole block and everything, they're like, all right, now we have white zombies, especially with the Entomb and all that stuff. Um, so this is your all-encompassing zombie lord. Yeah. Master. This is this is something that yep. feels really powerful in my mind yeah definitely i totally agree with that i wouldn't mind if you peed on it so it's not maybe <laughs> it's not a maybe you're not, totally gonna pee happened. on it is what you're saying you're i'm just... gonna just pee on this whole box <laughs> you just pee on boxes that's your thing isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not r kelly <laughs> uh so you get geo uh, golem in that one too <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Some people are not going to get that that reference at all. Your your Dave Chappelle reference? No, just the R. Kelly peeing and everything. What? No, it's he's be totally like relevant right now. Oh, it, it, relevant again? When did that happen well, again? Well, he was sitting there. Um, apparently, one of his uh, buddies was recording him going off about like how the media is trying to make him look bad and all this stuff. That was like years ago. No, and he but made he himself. just made the <laughs> no, video. No. <laughs> And so it was just kind of like, what? Why are you even saying this? Why did anybody <laughs> yeah. post this? You you haven't been relevant. Th- that's how he's trying to get relevant is it him posting that. Complaining about him not being <laughs> yeah. irrelevant because of media. No, it's because you peed on people. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially under. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Night incarnate. Uh, you missed one. Yeah. Geode golem. We don't oh, it's the re. It. What? I said that. We talked about this one. When? In the. Oh, the okay. Golem. Yeah. The reaper. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Geode Golem, five colors, yeah, okay, five sorry. three sample. Go, yeah. go ahead, go to the next one. Sorry, I was like, God, this does look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was thinking it was the six twelve one guy, and I was like, No, that's not him. So this is a new one. <laughs> uh, so Knight Incarnate, uh, four colorless black. It's a three four with death touch. Uh, when Knight Incarnate leaves the battlefield, all creatures get minus three minus three until end of turn. And one of my favorite mechanics, it has evoke, evoke. which is three colorless and a black. Comes in, you're basically leaves, casting play. it for less. But it, it hits the, the field. Everything gets like it's a creature. Minus. So all the enter the battlefield stuff, anything that triggers when a creature hits the battlefield, it has all of Feels that. Feels like a really cool card. If you want that effect, uh, this is a sweet card to be doing it with. Next one is primordial, primordial mist, and this is four and blue and it's an enchantment so we're actually what it's helping with is manifest is at the beginning of your end step you may manifest the top card of your library what that means is you put your top card face down and it's a 2-2 creature and in order to manifest to flip those over you just pay the mana cost if it's a permanent you can flip it over and it becomes that Um, but the other ability of this is exile a face down permanent you control face up you may play that card this turn so you can't play it. It says that it. You may play it as what does it say? Uh, the rules. Timing the normal, and rules apply. So y- you wouldn't be able to do it like with a sorcery on somebody else's turn. So if it was flipping over, but anything else, or even creatures, you wouldn't be able to do that on their turn. Am I reading that right? That's what no, I'm. No. Well, um, you just wouldn't be able to cast it. Right. So you wouldn't be able. It exiles face down permanent. You control face up. 
and then you may play that card this turn. So if you're on somebody else's turn and you're doing that with a creature, yeah, or your well, sorcery, if tr- maybe if they try and sell or like steal your manifest creatures, then you're just like uh, exile everything. Yeah. And the nice thing is it's not a cast ability, so you can just do it immediately. You know, yeah. so if you're wanting to flip. It's something that Manifest doesn't really have a lot, and so it's another tool to add to that tool. Yeah, I don't. Kit. I don't think there's like a Manifest deck. For I wanted to make one. You could do it. Yeah, with Animar. <laughs> Animar would be really good with it, uh, and it works with the colors. The too. nice thing about this is Manifest, you can only like flip if it's a creature, whereas this allows you to cast. Oh, anything. okay. I think that's what this is kind of fulfilling. Gotcha. Is, is being able to cast your sorceries in instance, whereas if you're just manifesting and it's not a creature, it you just can't stays flip it over. Yep, that's right. Yep. You're um, right. So I think so. I think this is filling that part of a manifest deck. So it's making it so yeah. So everything is playable. Yep. So if it's a land, you flip it over and you play it as a land. You just yeah. um. You may play this card this yeah. turn. Yeah, so if it it's is a land. play this card, so it's not cast. You can do a land. Yeah. That um, so That's pretty. <laughs> there goes your manifest deck. Go get those specs. Yeah. No, so <laughs> so if there is anything, if if there's ever a time where they make a manifest commander, this, this is going. Is, in this it. is a need to have. Yep. For basically. sure. For sure. All right. Next commander. This yeah. one's pretty interesting for a sphinx. I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Yannette, cryptic sovereign. Uh, two colorless, white, blue, black, three, five, flying, vigilance, menace. Uh, whenever Yannette Cryptic Sovereign attacks, reveal a top card of your library. If that card's converted mana cost is odd, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. Otherwise, draw a card. Hello, Void Winnower. Yeah, yeah, I think it's right <laughs> up in that alley right there. This, this seems like you can build the deck and all different types of ways like it, it feels like it's a wide open type deck your worst case really scenario cool. is you're drawing a card yeah you like, can even go all even cards in your yeah, deck and just draw, draw a card cards automatically like, whenever you just attack there's like no downfall to the i mean it's just this is a good good ass commander and it's a sphinx like i don't know like, you, you haven't know, had I, a, I, i've been thinking this for a little bit now but i don't i don't know if this is just me but have they been making a lot more like commanders with attack triggers? You know, Yannette, uh, Vivictus Asmati, Najila. Um, I can see that. Your, uh, your flip coin commanders. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot, if you can double up on your like attack step, I think that's almost like, I w- I've been thinking maybe that's a way to spec, even though some of them have really gone up. Yeah. But I feel like they're, they're kind of concentrating on, attack, attack steps right now yeah uh vesuva artifacts that doubles your legends or could oh yeah yeah the artifact from or equipment from dominaria yeah it was just stuff that i was thinking so, are you talking about the mask yeah, yeah you're talking about okay Vesuvan mask yeah no it's not Vesuvan. it's um mask oh man doesn't matter move on <sighs> so but yannette seems like a really cool card has a ton of abilities flying vigilance menace um and all it has to be is an attack trigger. So at the very least, you're drawing a card off the attack. Uh, feels really, uh, really powerful. You're making me want to check this because Helm of the Host. Helm of the Host. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's <laughs> like, the, but the, it was the Vesuvian Queen that. Uh, that it's that's that's. I was the, remembering the the picture. No, I was remembering the flavor text. Oh, oh yeah, I see it down yeah. there. You you don't remember the card. You just remember the flavor text. <laughs> no, totally, that's what it is. Let's not make fun of me for that one. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, next card: Sour of Discord. Four, two, black. Sour, sour, sour. sour. It's sour. No. <laughs> No, I'm saying he's sour. All right. Uh, four, two black. It is a demon flying 6-6. Six, six. As it enters the battlefield, choose two players. This one's really interesting. Basically, what happens is any damage that is dealt to one of those players is then dealt to the other player. So if I chose Lowry and X player as my two players, whenever I did damage to Lowry, it did it to X. And if I did it to X player, it would do it to Lowry instead. Problem is, if you go... Not instead. Not instead. Sorry, I didn't mean to say instead. Yeah. At the same time, problem is when you go one on one. Yeah, once you then you got to choose yourself and uh, the other person, and then at that point, just gain more life than that person, because then you're fine. Because then they can't kill you. Yeah, because then you hit them for damage, which hits you for damage, vice versa. And, and yeah, if they hit you and they're at they're taking life, just they can... as much damage back. So interesting card. Um, it'll cause for. If you're playing three players, for two players to go against you, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It it reminded me a lot of like bitter ordeal from like the red precon mm-hmm. uh, was uh, Duretti years ago, um, and like I just never wanted to play that card because like I don't want to target me for getting yeah. dealt more damage, and if I target two other people, they're just gonna be like, well. We got to kill Lowry <laughs> to get rid of bitter ordeal. Like I just feel but like that happens gonna... anyways when we play a third play group. It's kill Lowry and Adam. And yeah, then... but I don't need to give people a reason <laughs> yeah. to kill me. Then they don't it's feel just, bad killing happens. you. <laughs> All right, why don't we move on to our last two, Lowry? Uh, Eminatu's augury. It's a sorcery, six colorless, two blue. Exile the top eight cards of your library. You may put a land card from among them into the battlefield until end of turn. For each non-land card type, you may cast a card of that type from among the exiled cards without paying its mana cost. That's pretty sweet. It's a lot. It's it seems really cool. Um, Hit some high cast and mana cost stuff. Yeah, and just have it be different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. Eight is a lot. Yeah, but you're casting potentially a ton of cards for free. Right. Um. It was reminding me of Maldrotha a little bit, where you could play different card types um, from your graveyard, but this is for free, different types. It could be pretty powerful if you're stacking the top of your deck, like accumulated knowledge, that Mm -hmm. uh, reserve list one, because you're stacking the top 10 and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point there. Um, Any any of the double turn stuff like extra turn yeah. stuff all the stuff that costs a lot with that if you get those um so it, there's a you can get some big freaking it's a, creatures it's a lot in my mind it's a lot of mana and if i can't play for free with that you or you hit sphinx. omni science <laughs> omniscience would work yeah. yes no omni science our last one is another <laughs> storm card this is skull storm seven and two black sorcery uh like we said before when you cast a spell copy it for each time you cast your commander each opponent sacrifices a creature each opponent who can't loses half their life rounded up so this would be interesting board wipe then do it no, and it's multiple times yeah. <laughs> i mean this this feels like it's it's a clear game shortener. Yeah. Obviously, it can't kill you. No. But it can bring you down way down. Um, nine does feel like a lot, but 
you're you're trying to end the game basically. Yeah. You and cast nine, that and you, it should be you've cast your commander maybe a couple if, times yeah, at that point. If you can get people, you know, below, you could potentially get people below five because yeah. you know if you're at nine mana, people are sitting around twenty. Let's say that it storms three times. You go ten, five, uh, three. Yeah. And then you should be able to attack with that, you know, if you have creatures in play. Um. So that that feels pretty powerful all the storm stuff is pretty sweet yeah i do really like the storm all right what are our notable reprints in this um so i would say uh silent blade oni which is a ninja ninja uh, entreat the angels got go ninja go ninja go <laughs> you stealing that from from adam, adam number two he's adam number one adam number two <laughs> That was pretty good. He posted he's, that on the page, okay, he, and then he yeah. had uh, Ninja Turtle stuff. That was, great. That was nice. And he's, then I can't. Every time I see him, number nin- two, but he's number one in my heart. Oh, <laughs> you can leave, sir. You can leave. Uh, you have uh, Return to Dust, which is a great staple. Uh, Terminus, which is a solid miracle card. Uh, Army of the Damned, uh, which is I don't know why it's there. Uh, it's flashback. Tons of zombies. Oh, zombies. There we go. Ponder's decent too. With all that, do you have that on? Uh, Ponder, brainstorm, portent, yeah, predict. I mean, those are there. Those are but good. You you have yeah. I don't know. Uh, isolated watchtower, which is a great land. Yeah. Uh, that takes away shroud and hexproof. Muldrifter is uh, probably my favorite card, and then uh, you have. Uh, that's about it. Oh, speaking really quick, I almost forgot. Uh, we do have a land that's in each one of them that we didn't mention. Oh was yeah, yeah. Forge of the Heroes. It comes in. It is one colorless. And you can tap it, target commander that entered the battlefield this turn, or choose target commander that entered the battlefield this turn, put a 1-1 counter on it, or if it's a planeswalker, put an extra loyalty counter on it. And then this actual particular set has isolated watchtower, which comes in. Oh, I put that on there. There's yeah. uh, I... That's what uh, triggered my mind. I was like, isolated watchtower reminds me of... I did that wrong. I think there's... What? Oh, maybe. Never mind. No, I it was the only, it. this is the only one. I was thinking it was isolated. Uh, a different card. House. Oh, yeah. That's the remove the hexproof Arcane. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. they didn't reprint that. Maybe no, they I didn't reprint just, that. But, okay. They did not do that one. Sorry. So isolated watchtower. He mentioned it. That's what triggered in my mind to do this because that was one of this is one of the ones that has it in it. What it does is you tap two scry. Then if uh, the real reveal the top card, if it's a basic land, uh, you may put it on the battlefield tap, activate this ability only if an opponent controls at least two more lands than you. So this is pretty decent, um, late game, whatever, early game, whatever, but it gives you mana at least. And you also get to scry. So you, at the very least you get to scry. No, I don't think you get to scry. Yeah. It says scry. Then you may reveal the top card of your library. But you can only activate the ability if your opponent has more lands. Oh, I was thinking it was the 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 last part of the only the activated ability part is the tap two and tap uh, then, So I would yeah I would say it potentially only taps for one colorless. I think it's a cool card. This goes along uh, with the the horse that we're the, the, the horse Pegasus. of course. The Pegasus that we you had just, our argument about. You just need to be far behind on lands, <laughs> yeah. and then with you both can, of those you cards, can have bonus. <laughs> that's that's what you want you in this that's what this deck is all about it has the balance magus you know if you're behind then you're able to get the bonuses i guess yeah you gotta you gotta be behind that's yeah, that's you, the goal you gotta make a bad deck <laughs> to uh have these cards work 
Makes sense to me. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about really quick because we are really far on time on this. We're fine. Um, You're fine. Everybody wants to listen to this shit. This is awesome. <laughs> this is the best stuff ever. So the the main things to go after with this deck is, like we talked about with the, the ninjas, go for all the ninjas that weren't printed, foil of those ninjas if you can pretty much sold out yeah. everywhere right now I think so so you need to listen in on our twitter when we're like it's yeah. specking because we will do that as soon as we're like something like this comes out we'll put them up on twitter so i don't yeah. know if you get notifications it'll pop up on your yeah we and don't you have to do know it how twitter works so you gotta actually like follow <laughs> <us>. <laughs> and, and i'm telling you i had stuff in my cart by the time I was checking out, which was like five, ten minutes later, they were gone. So I had to like go. I, I did a purchase, bought all the ones that weren't gone. And then I went back through, and, and then they they I bought the ones that I wanted a little bit more of. And you know, by today, pretty much every single one of those was sold out. The only ones you can actually pick up foils, which are good ones to pick up, is Ink Eyes of uh, the the ninjas. servant of Oni. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great card because it has three foil printings. You have the original. You have buy a box. Buy a box. FTV twenty. Yeah. So all three of them, or the the original one is already it was already That'd at fourteen. Um, but then the others were under three or at three dollars, so you could pick those up probably about three or five bucks, and those I think are still going to spike because that's a must-have in the ninja deck. Um, do you have some other notable stuff for this deck? Yeah, I would say uh, temporal manipulation is a is a miracle card that they didn't reprint. It's a mythic. It was reprinted in a modern masters and Avacyn restored, but that is a card that'll be really good with the planeswalker from Esper. Uh, scroll rack, which we talked about with my Vivictus as Monty deck, but that'll that'll set the top of your deck. It's it's a great card. Yeah. I was seeing it. It's yeah, starting it's, to get bought out it's, on. It's pretty. I was I was Gary actually looking at that today. I was like, God, I need to pick up a scroll rack because I do not have one of those. Um, I would check out zombie tribal cards. Uh, so like we were talking about earlier, Amonkhet will have the white versions of it. Innistrad will have blue, and then black is everywhere. They have zombies forever. So, and then uh, I was serious about Void Winnower either regular or foil versions that we spec on that card uh, a few weeks ago i believe i, th- I think i did like maybe a month or two ago yeah you did. it's gone up a little bit but then it's kind of come back down it has a new plateau i think that could go even higher not just because of this deck i think that's a good card but it's gonna fit mm-hmm. in this deck very well with the odd deck two two other non-zombies that would go in a zombie card or like deck uh zombie apocalypse and they have a promo like a full art foil promo of it Mm -hmm. that looks really sweet and i would say that goes perfect in your uh lich lord deck guy and then call to the grave has people sacrifice and the foils are going for like two bucks right now so i would i would definitely go for those should we do our rants and raves on the next episode because i have a little tcg rant i want to do and you have a little uh commander rant we want to do um the let's i think the only thing i want to say is yeah we can tease that the specifically for the esper deck i just appreciate that they didn't do like a mill sub theme because that's all they seem to be able to do with Mm. black blue so i'm really glad that they avoided that but what did you hate we'll find out in the next episode of commander smith (laughs) well in a week, I guess. <laughs> It'll be a, a little shorter. We'll probably uh, release that a little sooner. I don't know but, if I agree uh, with that. You, you wanted to... Well, I can't. I'll be gone. I won't have any service. How the hell am I going to do it? Do it now. 
Do it now, Dana. <laughs> Get in the chopper. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find us uh, or follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. Like I said before, you can get your Insta specs there. Uh, you can also... You can email us at uh, Commander Smiths. <laughs> Gmail. You guys can email us at Gmail if you want. Just go to Gmail and just go, hey. at gmail.com. <laughs> I just want to skip over that part. To, Maybe that's why... I, have I always said Commander Smiths at Gmail? Or I'm, do I just skip the Gmail and then like Gmail's going... Who the, the fuck are these Commander Smith people? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you can reply. always listen, follow, subscribe, like our stuff on YouTube. Uh, that's another place to get it. We will have video eventually. I'm just going to keep saying it until one day we do have eventually, a lot more yeah. videos coming up. All these promises. This is the plan. Uh, but until next time, which will actually only be minutes away for us, <laughs> we will see you guys technology is an amazing thing. on the next two episodes. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Commander Smith. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>